Welcome to the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. We're back in my garden again. Another hot summer's day. Mashed up, William. Um, I think I'm about to fall asleep. It's that warm out here, isn't it? Right? Yeah, it's hot. But what, what he doesn't know, we've got a full-on uh, committee meeting after this, so we've got to set out here even longer. Anyway, I'll be, I'll be like the Wicked Witch from the West or the East, I can't remember. Sure. You wanted to raise something, William. Yeah, I particularly wanted to raise something. Now, Magpies. Magpies. No, <laughs> same to you. Now we, we we often tackle a lot of questions or answer a lot of questions from you, the listener. And we appreciate every question you send to us. But there, I had a conversation. Now those questions, I should let me go back to those questions. Those questions often are quite interesting, aren't they? We had a yeah. very interesting question about is there such thing as free will? Which yeah. I think we we're tapping into philosophy as much as environmentalism, but it's one of the same thing, really. We we we, we answered pretty pretty well, I think. Yeah. Now. I was having a conversation with, with somebody I know and there happened to be a magpie very close by and their automatic response was, oh magpies, they're nasty and it immediately sprung to my mind what exactly is, what exactly makes a magpie nasty? What are the concepts, conceptions we have about the animals around us and is there really such a, good, such a thing as a good and a bad animal? Is it just all from our own point of view? Personally, I think a magpie is a magpie and it's just going about its life. It's, it's, yeah. it's surviving the only way it knows how. Many people, to answer your question, many people see magpies as a, the villain of the piece, as the police come in the distance. It's always amazing how they turn up at the right time. Anyway, they see magpies as a, vi as a villain of the piece. And that's because they raid nests. Yeah. Uh, he's gone. Oh, he's found the magpie. They raid nests, it kill young birds. But think about it. What do magpies and birds of prey need to survive? Well, they need food. Don't they you? need food. So for magpies to be able to do, there's Mr. Magpie. Mr. Up there magpie, now. yeah, he's going to join the conversation later. So magpies to do what they do, it must mean that the small garden bird, songbird population must be quite healthy. Yeah, there's, there is a correlation there, isn't there? Yeah. But I'd, I'd like to take it a little bit deeper than that, or a little bit maybe more expansive. What is the difference between a magpie stealing another bird's egg, and an, I don't know, a cheetah eating, a, eating, a, eating an antelope? Yeah. You're still depriving it of life. In fact, I would say that with them, I would say that lions are can be, if it's in the same criteria, are nasty because lions are likely to go for the, the ill the young and the elderly in a herd of, in a herd yeah they're not going to go for the the, the, the young strong buck are they they're yeah. going to go for the ones that are easy to pick up yeah but with the magpies where we spend hours feeding garden birds falsely boosting the garden bird population focusing them on small areas maybe with not actually healthy food we're feeding them so we're artificially propping up the bird population so why shouldn't the magpie and magpies haven't always been here. I think I read a book that they started to colonise Britain in the 1920s, but they really took off in the 60s. No pun intended. That, to me, mirrors our behaviour of feeding birds. So, you know, nature doesn't destroy itself. Now, we often see ourselves as uh, separate to nature, but we are nature, but actually, as a race, we are destroying ourselves. So maybe there is an argument that magpies will destroy themselves by just eating all their food, but I don't think they will. We're talking about an evolutionary dead end in yeah. some ways, aren't you? But that's what evolution does anyway. But you said about good and bad. Good and bad is an anthropocentric concept. Absolutely, yeah. It's just a niche. It's just 
part of the food chain. You know, I always have this thing about feeding birds. If we're all feeding birds in a small, like all our gardens around here are feeding birds, we're actually spreading disease because the birds don't spread out as much. They move, they live closer together. So if there's an infection like coronavirus that we're experiencing, so actually feeding birds on mass as we do might actually be a good thing. Yeah. So we might be bad. So we're basically you think we were pop, we could be popping up the bird population and also encouraging disease to go through those those species. Yeah. And also maybe we're also bringing more more birds into conflict as well. Yeah. Fighting more over the territory and fighting more over the food. Yeah. I mean I know that the song thrush for example is is in is in the endangered list here, isn't it? Whereas, in the, whereas the blackbird isn't. Yeah. So maybe the blackbird thrives more. We also touched on cheetahs on these wildlife shows on the telly. Many people won't actually watch something if something's going to be killed, especially a young animal which is vulnerable. And every Christmas, uh, Mrs. Wildman invites a friend of hers to, to come and uh, spend time over Christmas with us. And every year the same conversation happens. Oh, we've got any David Attenborough videos? And I said, yes, every year I say, yes. But you know what happens, you'll start watching it and you'll start enjoying seeing this fluffy bunny rabbit and then after 10 minutes you're going to moan at me because an owl's come down and ate it. <laughs> every year it's the same thing and every year now what I do is I put the video on and I leave. I leave them to it because it's like Groundhog Day. What, what is the action here? We always like to get, get an action. Is it, is it a matter of taking your own, taking this human hat off and seeing, seeing the animal from what it actually truly is. It's just another animal in the biodiversity. Yeah. In, in, in nature. Biodiversity, uh, for people who don't know what that is, that's just the whole food chain, the whole web of life. Yeah, some of it would be more biodiversity if it had 15 species yeah. of an animal rather than just five. Well, uh, and also you said an action, well, one action might be just to sit and contemplate where this view is coming from of we don't want to see death, you know, that's what magpies, I think that's what this person was talking about magpies, didn't like to see death. I think there's also... If we don't see death, then we're not seeing the full picture. Yeah, I think there's also some myth and legend intertwined with this as well. I think that something like a magpie, especially because of its name, it sounds quite mysterious, doesn't it? And I think that some people see it as like this character and they 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 humanise it that way, really. But then you have to remember, it's a bit like when you humanise your own pet, you have to realise that the, the animal you're looking at, you think it's feeling and thinking a certain thing because of its facial features, but it probably isn't thinking or feeling anything at all, it's just sitting there. Yeah, I, I'd actually argue with that slightly, because I was reading this book last night, and there was a, uh, it's called uh, The Hidden Life of Trees. And uh, there was one chapter that was saying that trees, on the ends of their roots, they have a brain-like occurrence. Now they might not be able to make decisions, they might not be able to sense, they may not be able to aware, but then again they might be. But we don't know way. But we don't, yeah exactly, so they could in a way be, be alien to us. So that's what I mean, is that you look at an animal, you think you're, you're, you're trying to give it human, uh, a human likeness almost. You're giving it human emotions and when really, it might, I'm not saying a cat, I would say a cat for example, or your pet, his feeling emotions and definitely feel pain. I had a very good conversation recently about this, that animals definitely feel pain, they definitely have emotions, but they express it differently, differently than we do. Yeah. That's what I mean. 
uh, and the other action I'd like to give is think about this magpie is it good is it bad is it about death or is this something a bit more deep-rooted in the human psyche is this issue we're reflecting on magpie our own issue that we're just deflecting onto it that's a you may not come to a that's an action they might Vinicius might actually spend the rest of eternity contemplating but don't do that because you need to listen to the next episode you do I think I think it's something to be conscious and mindful of every every day every time you see a, a wild animal is to not disregard it as good or bad just 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 let it be what it is it's just another yeah. animal and in fact I would also very much and that may be an action sometimes it's just to sit and watch one animal go next time you see a magpie not just look at it but really watch its behavior and really watch what it does I mean yeah. I, I just finished off this one anecdote recently uh, we've had a uh, one magpie and it's and a few and a, and a, and a group of fledglings there was like a family and this one the adult magpie was stalking a local cat and I mean literally right, it stood right, it was right behind it, shouting at it almost. And the cat had to walk off because it didn't want to confront this magpie. So that magpie is just there protecting its own family from this cat. So maybe think about it that way. Everybody has their own sort of needs and yeah. they need to survive. Okay, so we're going to be with you again soon with some more episodes of the People's Countryside Environmental Podcast debate podcast environmental debate podcast I've been Stuart and you've been he's been William <laughs> I can't do things like that we'll see you soon <laughs>